You're listening to the Cash Valley Insider, conversations with founders, leaders, and creators about why they live, work, and play in Cash Valley, Utah. The Cash Valley Insider is a production of the Cash Valley Chamber of Commerce. Become a chamber member and learn more at cashchamber.com. It's great to be together, and it's also great to be here today to talk about economic development. And I'm excited to talk about economic development today because Cache County is really killing it when it comes to economic development. And uh, the state of Utah is as well. We are just doing a great job here in Utah. And I, I just want to share with you some of the, some of the things that, uh, that make it great and, and where we're doing well. Our economy is doing so well that we even made national news Recently, CNBC called it a bulletproof economy here in Cache Valley. So uh, what's, what's going well? Let me tell you about some of the things that are going well. We have uh, some tremendous sales tax growth over the last year. We had in, in Utah, we had 8.4% growth in sales tax. But guess what it was in Cache County? 17.3%. So uh, even more impressive is what's been happening in our smaller towns in the valley. We've been seeing sales tax growth in the smaller towns in our valley between 30 and 50%. Uh, guess, guess which one was number one? You're probably going to say Logan. No, it was Clarkston, 58%. Clarkston was up 58% sales tax growth last year. So, so why? why? Why did that happen? Um, I have a couple theories about why that happened. Uh, one reason why we've seen the sales tax growth is Locals are shopping locally, uh, or they were at least over the last year, instead of going down to Ogden or Salt Lake to shop. Uh, I think a lot more people came out here. We had people looking for our beautiful outdoors, coming out here to spend time in, in the beautiful outdoors we have in Cache County. Of course, there was a bunch of stimulus money from the feds that got pumped into our economy. And the biggest thing, especially for these smaller cities that don't really have retail, is more online sales. And thanks to our state legislature and uh, some negotiations they did, we get those online sales tax going to our local communities to help them out. There's another thing that I think was really impressive was our restaurants. And I know a lot of people were worried about restaurants last year and what was happening with restaurants around the country. Uh, I heard one stat that in New York, 30% of the restaurants are, are dead, never to come back. Uh, so what happened here with our restaurants? We actually had growth. We had 2% growth in our restaurant uh, revenue. So how did that happen? What happened here? What was different? I think number one was that our government agencies here were not as heavy handed as they were in other places and allowed some freedom and the businesses to continue to operate. But we had a couple of other unique things that happened as well. Our visitors bureau led an effort to encourage people to, to shop local, to support the restaurants, to get out there and, and eat at their favorite restaurants. And we had some local entrepreneurs who started up a delivery service to get the food out to people and deliver it to them. So we had some innovative people who stepped up and, and some good government leadership as well that helped our businesses to survive and even thrive. Another stat where we excel is our unemployment rate. You probably all have heard about this and you've seen the impacts of that, but we've been leading the nation in our unemployment rate. We were uh, over the last year, we were number two in the nation at one point with the lowest unemployment rate. And uh, you've probably all heard economists say that that. 5% is considered full employment. We've been half of that most of the time, like around two and a half percent. So that's, that's incredible, but 
that also comes with, uh, with some challenges. It's a blessing and a curse. And almost every industry is feeling the crunch of the limited availability of workers. Uh, and those, some of those who've been seeing the, the hardest hit are hospitality industry and, of course, construction. Uh, speaking of hospitality, we're going to hear from our state's tourism director, Vicky Varela, and a panel of local professionals right before lunch today who will review some of their thoughts related to these challenges. And uh, I, I've been in office now for just about four months, just over four months. And uh, first of all, thank you for, uh, for the opportunity to serve you. This is quite an honor to be able to serve the community that I love. But as I've been in office over those last four months, one of the things I thought I needed to really do was to get out and talk to our local businesses and visit businesses. So I've done that. and I've, I've been to a number of businesses already and seen some impressive things going on. Uh, in our, our, our community and our economy here. And uh, the, the employers I've met with, they've all told me the same thing. They've all said, I would grow faster. I could grow faster. Our, our business would expand if we could get more people, if we could find the workforce. Uh, but then the other thing they tell me is our, uh, our employees are struggling with housing. So wages are going up. Um, I've, I've seen more than one sandwich shop in town offering $16 an hour and even sign-on bonuses. Can you believe that? A sign-on bonus to, work, to make sandwiches. Uh, so they're, they're doing their best to raise wages to get people in, but housing is, is a challenge for the employees. Uh, while, while most employers have been looking at the wages and, and having to raise their wages to attract good talent, the wages aren't keeping up with the growth in housing. We've seen how much the housing costs have been increasing. And I, I'm sure you probably all know somebody who's been struggling with the, the housing crunch right now, either trying to find a house or a place to live. I know I had a few family members who moved here last year. I call them COVID refugees because they, they were fleeing other places where uh, the restrictions were untenable. And uh, when they came here, uh, it was quite a challenge for them to find a place and, um, one of my family members ended up finding a place right away, thankfully. One of them ended up just having to build because uh, they couldn't find anything. And that's taking forever just because you know what's going on with the construction industry. Um, and another one uh, took, took several months to find a place. So I think we've, we've all seen the challenges in our housing market. And today's conference actually is going to conclude with a panel discussion about the housing market and what we have to look forward to. The good news is, though, that Cache Valley and our, our region is about as well positioned to come out of this, uh, this, these current challenges as anywhere in, in the country. And we have an incredibly diverse economy. We have agriculture, we have science, we have technology, we have manufacturing, hospitality. And that's one of the things that I think really makes our economy strong is our economic diversity. We have so many different types of businesses here in Cache County. And uh, I I've been learning some of the really fascinating things about our businesses as I've been going around and, and doing some tours and talking to business owners. Uh, West Point Dairy I went to, they make butter. They make 30% of the, the single-use pats, you know, when you, when you go to a restaurant and you get those. They print uh, or they make that and they print it under more than 40 different labels, private uh, labels. So when you're buying butter from somewhere, it, it, it's likely that it came here from Cash Valley down in Hiram. Uh, Gossner's Food, they, uh, they create 20% of the Swiss cheese in the entire country, right here in Logan. 
And they also make the, the boxed milk. Their boxed milk production went up 20% last year, uh, or, or no, 10% last year. And they had to hire about two dozen employees just to keep up with that growth in the, uh, the boxed milk. Space Dynamics Lab, I always brag about them. They are such an incredible organization here. Did you know that Utah State University put more payloads into space than any other university in the world? They, uh, they're doing incredible things here and they are booming. Anyone here from Space Dynamics Lab? They are doing so much work. They're busy making satellites right now, but uh, doing incredible things. We have Autonomous Solutions is one I, I went to recently. Autonomous Solutions is making robotic vehicles, vehicles that will drive themselves, uh, but, but not like the Tesla type, more like the mining truck type or the farming vehicle type. They're doing incredible things in industries that are sometimes dangerous, uh, sometimes tedious, but they're automating it, which is in improving efficiency worldwide. So we have uh, another one that I visited um, was uh, Thermo Fisher. Um, Thermo Fisher and, and Cytiva, uh, did you know that they made some of the uh, products that were used to develop the vaccine, the, uh, the vaccine for COVID-19? They did that right here in, in Cache Valley. They were part of the effort to get our economy back open and to save lives by producing the, the healthcare products that they produce here in the Valley. Uh, we have some impressive world leaders here in our Valley. Icon Fitness, I, I went there. They, did you know they have like an entire television studio inside Icon now? Because they were, they were the first company to start doing uh, this online coaching and uh, exercise classes. And they have a, a full uh, TV studio. I got to go in there. It was kind of like you're in Hollywood all of a sudden. And they're doing around the clock, basically, classes, exercise classes in there uh, with, with people on spin bikes and different things. And it's, it's pretty impressive. But their growth, I think, was one of the most impressive last year. They grew by 600% last year, 600%. And that was because everybody was working out at home. So they needed a treadmill. They needed a bike. They needed something so they could work out at home. And uh, I, I think uh, what they're doing is great. And they have some of the most trusted brands in the industry. Maloof is another one that I always brag about, um, of course, because uh, I worked for Nibley for the last decade and that's where Maloof is headquartered. And they are growing, they have thousands of employees now. They've acquired multiple businesses. I always say that they're gonna be the next Amazon and uh, we'll, see, we'll see if they do that. But uh, I, I, think it, I think that's actually gonna come to pass. They're building a new headquarters, their worldwide headquarters in Nibley here in Cache County, it's going to be over a hundred million dollar facility. It's going to rival the, the headquarters of Apple and Google. It's going to be beautiful. I've seen the, the drawings of it and uh, it's, it's going to be a tremendous boost to our economy because they are creating synergy in our community. And here's another thing that I love to brag about, about our community is our, our, our arts and culture. And I see Wendy in the back right there. She's one of our leaders of our arts and culture community here. This is what I always tell people. We have more arts and culture in Cache County than anywhere else in the world per capita. Uh, I've, 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 been, I've been waiting for someone to prove me wrong on that. So far, no one's been able to. But I, I believe it. We have more arts and culture per capita than anywhere else in the world. We have so much talent here in our valley. And that's one thing that really helps our economy because we can bring visitors in. We bring um, tourists in who come here to see our arts and culture, something that makes our community great. So... I've told you how great our economy is and how well things are doing. So uh, maybe that begs the question, why are we here? Why are we talking about economic development today? Why are we working so hard on economic development? And I was thinking about that too, because I, when I ran for office, I said, this is one of my priorities. I'm going to work on economic development. 
And a couple of people have even said, well, why? It's doing great. We don't, what do we need to do? But this is what I think. I think it's like the tortoise and the hare. The, 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 steady, the, the steady work is what wins the race. And economic development is a long game. We know that our population is projected to double in coming decades. So if we're going to add another more than 100,000 people here, where are we going to get those 100,000 jobs? We have a lot of jobs right now. We've been adding a lot of jobs. But in the next couple of decades, are we going to add 100,000 more jobs? We need to make sure that happens so that our workforce has somewhere to work, somewhere to support their family. And this is the other thing. When we talk about over 100,000 people coming to our valley in coming decades, who are those people? We know that two-thirds of them are our own kids. So I want my kids to be able to find a job. I want them to be able to work here in the valley. Uh, and I know that you want your family to be able to do the same. So that's one of the reasons why I think we need to focus on economic development. And we need to make sure that even though things are going well, that we're staying committed, that we're staying focused, and we're supporting our, our economy as we go forward. So uh, I want to tell you a little bit about something I've been working on in, in the last couple of years. And Jamie mentioned this briefly in the intro, but um, I was serving as, as chair of the chamber about four years ago. And I realized that we needed to do more when it came to economic development, that we needed to be more collaborative, that we needed to coordinate together. And we started a group that, that Jamie mentioned called the Cash Valley Economic Development Alliance, Savita. And uh, we actually modeled it off after something that was done in Box Elder County and in other places. Beta is what you guys have down there. Uh, but what we did is we brought all the players to the table so we could work collaboratively. I had heard some stories about some economic development opportunities we had in the past where we missed out because we didn't collaborate. We weren't working together. Instead, we were working against each other. So I said, let's, let's all get to the same table. Let's all work together. And I see a lot of you in the room here today who have been participating with Savita, but we brought the, the private sector, the chamber of commerce, the public sector, the county, the state, even the feds have been involved. We've had uh, local education involved. BTEC has been one of our hosts for most of our meetings and a great partner with it. USU has been at the table and we've been working collaboratively. One of the things that we realized going into it was that we needed to have a plan. And in anybody, anybody who runs a business knows that if you're going to accomplish your goals, you need to have a good plan to start with. So we realized that we were operating without a plan. So we raised the money and we hired a consultant and we created an economic development strategic plan for the county. County Council adopted that last year. One of the things that said, uh, that plan said, is you should have a county economic development director. You should hire someone to lead this effort. And so uh, thankfully, coincidentally, there was a bill that was run in the legislature last year, SB 95. And SB 95 provided funding for rural communities to do economic development work. And we applied for a grant, we got a grant, and then we were able to hire someone. Uh, Sean, will you stand up for a moment? Sean Milne is our new county, Cash County Economic Development Director. Sean is doing a great job, and we're really lucky to have attracted him up here. Uh, he's been an elected official himself. He's been a leader at the city and county level, and he knows everybody. He's so connected across the state, and uh, we're, we're glad to be working with him and leading that effort. So uh, going forward now, what he's going to be working on Really, in economic development, there are a couple of things that we usually focus on. Number one, we need to create an environment where businesses can thrive. We need to create an environment where the government gets out of the way and lets businesses grow. We can see the evidence in our community here, what happens when people can let their creativity thrive, 
And we have so many local homegrown businesses here who are so successful. I talked about a couple of them earlier, but that can't happen unless the government gets out of the way. Number two, we need to help businesses retaining, uh, we need to help to retain those businesses by helping them to be successful, helping them to get the, re the workforce they need. And then the third thing is recruiting new businesses to the area and, and seeking the right kind of businesses for our area uh, and planning for that future. Of course, that, that's not a focus at the moment. Uh, our primary focus is, is helping our existing businesses to deal with the last year, the struggles of the last year and to help them to deal with the workforce issues that they have. Uh, but we also need to plan for the future. Uh, like I mentioned, the growth is coming and the job growth needs to accompany that if we're going to continue to be successful. What we what we found and, and, and what we know, like I talked about with Savita, is that we will accomplish more if we work together. And that's why I'm excited to announce today that the county spearheading an effort to do some regional planning here in Cache County with our local cities. Uh, we are going to create, I'm going to provide some of our ARPA funding, the American Recovery Program Act funding, to provide matching grants to our cities to do a comprehensive assessment and plan for economic development for each of their cities. Uh, some of our cities have a plan like this already, but most of them don't. And we actually have a great partner right here in our community who does these plans at USU. It's called the Western Rural Development Center. And they uh, have, have agreed to partner with us to do these plans for every one of our communities, every one of our cities here in the Valley for a really low price. Uh, so if you wanna get on the, in on this deal, talk to me or talk to Sean and, uh, and you, you won't believe uh, how affordable it will be for your community, especially when we provide our, our matching grant to you. So um, we're gonna be working on that over the next year and we'd love to have every city in our community on board with that and thinking about their future as well. So as you attend today's summit, I, I want you to consider our strengths and our opportunities. And I, I'm sure many of our presenters today will refer to them uh, throughout the day in their remarks, and you'll hear about how awesome Cache County is. I want to thank all of you for your attendance today. And uh, you are really what make Cache County great. I, I, always, I always love to brag about Cache County and how awesome it is here, how beautiful it is, how all of the great amenities we have. But the thing that really makes Cache County an incredible place is the people. We have such incredible people here and, and uh, that includes all of you in this room. So working together, we're gonna be stronger. Working together, we'll keep our economy stronger. Thanks for listening to the Cache Valley Insider. For more conversations, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found.